Welcome to Flicks, my name's Daniel Swan. This is episode 109, in which myself and my lovely wife Tiffany B discuss Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Sony listened to the fans who said the amazing Spider-Man 2 was too stuffed with characters and have given us a film with six Spider-People and multiple universes. Oh, Sony, you crazy cats. Long ago, when the ancient war between Marvel and DC spilt from the page onto the screen, the two powerhouses of comic book entertainment split across a very simple dividing line. Marvel made fantastic live-action films. DC made fantastic animated films. Obviously, there are exceptions to this rule, but on the whole, the rule stayed strong. Aside from the Nolan Batman trilogy, DC haven't made an excellent live-action film from a non-Vertigo property, which I don't really consider to be proper DC, not like Batman and Superman DC. What's Vertigo, then? So Vertigo is DC's, uh, like, adult imprint. Um, So they um, publish comics like uh, a lot of Alan Moore stuff goes through Vertigo. Um, So they're not films, uh, not comics that are kind of set generally in the main kind of DC universe or any any of the main DC universes. Um, They tend to be kind of um, just individual comics um, about slightly more mature subject matter. So yeah, Watchmen, V for Vendetta, which I think is a very good film, wouldn't count with that. Uh, Same with a film like uh, The Losers, uh, which I really like as well. Um, but that's a kind of, it's like an offshoot Got you. kind of thing. Okay. Um, so yeah, they haven't really made uh, a fantastic live action film since about 1989, I'd say, with the Tim Burton Batman film. Um, whereas their animated fare has been consistently entertaining, retaining a strong understanding of the source material, providing an appropriate tone and leaning heavily into their most iconic stories. Batman Under the Red Hood, The Flashpoint Paradox, All-Star Superman, Darwin Cook's The New Frontier and more have all been adapted with great success. And traditionally, Marvel haven't worried too much about this trend, bearing in mind their Marvel Cinematic Universe has run roughshod over the box office for the last decade. It's tough to worry about DC's fantastic adaptation of The Dark Knight Returns when you're sleeping on a pile of... How much do you think the Marvel Cinematic Universe has made to date? From there, just from box office. 200 million. 17.5 billion dollars. Oh, well, <laughs> that's just embarrassing. <laughs> it's, it's kind of embarrassing. I don't know. It, it becomes nonsense numbers. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> More money than I could count. Yeah. Um, but where Marvel Studios have it all sewn up cinematically, Sony Pictures at the time this film's journey began were coming off the back of a rebooted Spider-Man universe that was infected with the cancer of trying too hard to create a shared universe-itis and people weren't buying it. So whilst making plans to kind of share the live-action Spidey with Marvel Studios, they developed an animated feature that was all their own in the hopes that people would please spend money to see it. Now obviously in the interim, since they started planning this, Venom has somehow made over $850 million worldwide. 
Everybody loves Tom Hardy. Everybody loves Tom Hardy, even though he's a knobhead. So they're not pinching their pennies as badly uh, with the their web slinger uh, licensed properties anymore. But with Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, Sony have put all of their eggs in the animation basket, using over 140 animators, which is a, a record for their animation room, mm-hmm. uh, to bring this diverse, energetic, reality-spanning tale to the big screen. But is it the great film that Sony wants it to be, or has Sony's influence had an adverse... Like Spider-Verse? Of on its quality uh, joining me to um, discuss this is the Gwen Stacy to my Peter B. Parker slightly washed up slightly fat me thanks no me you're oh got you you're, the, you're cool Gwen cool Gwen it's a compliment thanks Jesus um, Tiffany B yo in a spoiler free context what do you think of this what do you think um, of this film? This animated cartoon film? I I thought it was good. I thought it was a good <sighs> film. I would recommend it. I um, was not particularly excited about it, no. even though I'd heard good things. Yeah. Because I do struggle a little bit with these kind of superhero animation. Okay. Because sometimes they focus a lot on the action. Yeah. And then they lose a bit of the story. Yeah. Um, so I was a little bit concerned that that might be the case, but mm. I was pleasantly surprised. Wonderful. And um, I thought it felt very original mm-hmm. and very, although I'm sure it's not because of the comics, but, you know, I mean, in terms yeah. of my experience of, of superheroes and Spider-Man, it felt very original. Um, and I think that in the general public's kind of understanding yeah. as well, it's a public that's seen a lot of Peter Parker's. Yeah. A lot of a lot of those stories, and so this is yeah, it feels very kind of fresh and new. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so yeah, it felt, it did. Yeah, exactly that it felt new, um, and I was yeah very pleasantly surprised by that mm. because I thought, well, I know the story, and here we go again. Yeah, but it didn't feel like that. It didn't feel worn. Yeah, it felt very original and yeah new, and um, yeah, a lot of humor. Yeah. Um, it and it, I felt like it caught the tone really well. Yeah. It knew what it wanted to do and yeah. what it wanted you to feel, and it just went in with that. Mm. So yeah, that's yeah. always good. Yeah, I think it's a very um, uh, cool film. Yeah. Um, it's it in terms of the animation style and the music and the because yeah. it's not a usual animation style. No. It's kind of. I don't know, slightly fewer frames per second, so it's a little bit kind of jerky, and they use the kind of dots on it sometimes in terms of the colouring oh, in, in a very kind of comic booky way. Yeah. And oh, you, yeah. You get your kind of your sound effects yeah. coming out as they would do in um, on the page. Yeah. Thought balloons, and I mean, not thought balloons, but like the kind of, you know, Speech. little panels and such. Yeah, things, yeah. Um, so it pays a great deal of homage to uh, to the comic books. Comic book origins. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Which I think is fun in film. Yeah. It can be really fun yeah. to kind of play around with that. Yeah, because um, it allows you to, to do some different things. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I think the story's really good. I think the music's really good. I think it's very funny. Um, I think, yeah, just just the, the the kind of look and the energy of it, I think, yeah. is really um, good. And I do, I I do think that they could have possibly even leaned into the kind of the story side of things as well. Because I don't know whether it's like advances in animation, but I felt like there are a few bits where kind of more emotional beats aside from the the kind of cool action stuff yeah um were really well done yeah like getting the facial expressions and yeah you know because that's detail yeah because that's Mm. generally the thing that kind of sets an animation back yeah and they've it's like you can't tell when you should care yeah so they lean like you say they lean into the action so much because they're worried that well people aren't really going to be able to relate to absolutely animation yeah yeah um but i feel like this this did that really well there's yeah, some really emotional bits in it yeah um the facial expressions i thought were really good yeah uh who's your mvp oh should i tell you about my mvp yes i'll tell you about my mvp my mvp um was jake johnson knew it jake johnson uh, the voice of the spider-man that they use in this film uh, which I thought cleverly is not the um, same voice. Is not our Spider Man. It's no. not the kind no. of. It's not a Spider Man that you in that our you know. Yeah. Um, every every kind of Spider Man that they use in this film is slightly different. There's yeah. no. Oh, this is the Tom Holland Spider Man. This yeah. is this is the one that I really yeah recognise. Yeah. Um, and he's a little bit older. He's been doing it for what, like fifteen, twenty years. I think it said yeah. in his little kind of narration at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and he's a little bit kind of jaded and he's a little bit yeah. um, feeling sorry for himself maybe. Mm. Um, and I feel like Jake Johnson, Nick Miller from TV's New Girl. It's where we know him best. Which, yes. Uh, know him and love him. Love him. Um, you obviously know that he's a you know funny chap. Mm. He's he's very good at you know hitting those comedic beats, but I thought he was really good in the um, more serious stuff as well. Mm. And really, kind of you, I, um, despite the fact that it's a you know it was a the, the B story really because this is you know Miles Morales is it's the A story yeah film it's his story. I was really engaged with the side story as well. Which I think is down to a kind of testament to his uh, his performance. I thought he was really really good. Yeah. Well done, Jake. Hats well, off to you. Well done, Jake. I mean, you obviously can't hear it because you just listen to a podcast, but I doff an imaginary cap to you. I'm going to do it again. There we go. Gosh, we'll never know. But they'll feel it. I I, I feel like they'll feel it. I don't know. In their molars. So have you had? Time to read the MVP that you wrote down before, or yes, oh. I just will turn over my pad. Um, <laughs> I think, <laughs> and here's the thing, and I always have, and I always will. Now, I feel really strongly about this. <laughs> no, um, I've been thinking about this for a long time. I thought the MVP was the script writer slash writers. Mm, wonderful. Um, because I think I think that there's a lot of good things about this film, but I do think that the script is very 
again, I think that's partially where the originality comes from. Um, and I think, you know, to your point with the side stories, that all comes yeah. from a really good script mm-hmm. and a good balanced script, yeah. which is not easy. And, um, well, I don't know, but it doesn't happen that much. <laughs> so I'm assuming it's hard. <laughs> um, and, uh, it was playful and engaging. Yeah. And like I said, I think the originality of it really stuck with me. Um, and the kind of, it felt very much like script writers and a director I suppose as well who's very in control of what they want to do mm. every moment in the film felt like it was there intentionally and thoughtfully yeah as opposed to a lot of films where you're thinking why are you telling me this yeah um so yeah so I would say the script writer nice. writers nice well done to them hats yes. off to them hats off um yeah, awesome. Do you have anything else that you'd like to say in this spoiler-free section? No, I don't think so. I think I'll just say go see it, why yeah. don't you? Already? It's a great film, a lot of energy. We'll, uh, especially over the Christmas period, might do well to um, shake you out of any food-induced malaise that you might find yourself in. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was our spoiler-free review of Spider-Man colon Into the Spider-Verse. If you haven't seen it, we advise you to go and see it now and then come back and listen to the rest of it. If you have seen it, you're desperate to hear about what we have to say about it in terms of spoilers, holding nothing back. Um, you have only a, a short time to wait. Um, a Jinglesworth, in fact. Captain James P. Jinglesworth. <laughs> Here we go. We're just about to spoil this film. So I'm telling you it won't be groovy. Listen any further without watching the movie. It's spoilers! That was the jingle. We are now in the swamp of spoilers. We're dealing with the nitty and indeed the gritty uh, using our patented 5.6 outcome rating system to decide just how we bloody feel about this film. Bloody right? hell. Bloody hell. I can't believe that. Tiffany B. Hello. Get your point, will you? Get your point, will you? It's so cold in the winter. <laughs> the nights are closing in. <laughs> okay. One of my favourite things, which I've already touched on, so I'll just do Touch it quickly. On it sure. Is um, I liked that it assumed a lot of knowledge. Well, I feel like it assumed some knowledge. Yeah. Because it says. Like, you've heard this, you know yeah. this. But it also cleverly still tells you it yeah. very quickly. Yeah. Um, Efficient. Yes. And I loved that kind of the comedy in repeating that Yeah. for different characters. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I thought that was great. I thought it was a great tool. The kind of the repeated yeah. comic book origin yes. things. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was funny and it was efficient yeah. and it blew right past all of the stuff that you're used to in a kind of uh, superhero origin story type thing. Yeah. It was just like, right, let's just get this out here yeah. and then we can get on to the fun stuff. Um, and I do think Spider-Man, I mean, you know, maybe I'm different because obviously I'm married to you and so I've seen all of the Spider-Man all of them all of those bloody Spider-Men 
But you know what I mean? And I do, I think it, you know, it's told so many times because it is a really good origin story mm-hmm. and it makes sense and it's like, you know, it's really good. It's like Batman's origin story. Classic. You just hear it over and over and over yeah. because it's interesting. Yeah. It's a good story. But when you have heard it over and over and over, yeah. it becomes a little bit like worn, mm-hmm. no matter how good it is. Yeah. And so I was very, I really liked that it just blew past that and thought, yeah. how can we tell this? Again, really cleverly, I think, saying, well, you know, there will be people here who know everything about Spider-Man. Yeah. People here who know some things and people here who don't know much. Yeah. And it just it catered to all of those audiences um, very well, I think. Mm. Um, because, you know, the kind of geek people get the story and get the, like, who is this Spider-Man? Okay, good. Yeah. And, you know, and then the others, it's like, yep, yeah, this is all you need to know, really. Yeah. To enjoy the rest of the film. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was really good and I liked that it kind of danced around the with great power comes great responsibility because yeah. it's like nope this is, we're not going to do what's been done before yeah. and I felt like that was a really clear yeah. indicator of yeah. nope this is an original t- telling of yeah. this story yeah. and I really appreciated that and I think that mechanism uh, was almost like a metaphor for the whole film Yeah, it was like it's it's Spider-Man, but not as you know it type of thing. Yeah. And I think that was clever. And it's paying a lot of respect and homage to its origins because each one was its own comic book. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's efficient in terms, it's, you know, it has that energy of just wanting yeah. to get through yeah. it. Yeah, energy is a very good Um And it also, it. yeah, it serves really well to kind of show the similarities and the differences yeah. between the characters. Yeah. That there's this common thread going through them. Yeah pun oh um but the, yeah they all have you know slight differences yeah in the same way as when they all kind of confront him and tell him that he's useless mm. um but they're all like oh for me it was my aunt may yeah. for me it was my best, my best friend. friend peter and you know yeah um yeah yeah so i'd agree with that that's my first point wonderful efficiency yeah um my first point is yeah again something that i mentioned um in the spoiler free section uh, it was just the style of it. I feel like Spider-Man, um, one of the hallmarks of a Spider-Man film or a Spider-Man story is its humanity, is its relatability. Mm. Um, Spider-Man is inherently a, a kind of, I mean, there's obviously coolness about him, but he's more kind of an earnest character. Yeah. He's, a, you know, he's the whole part of the point of him is that he, he's always messing things up. Yeah. But this film, whilst not kind of going back on that at all, is something that I, I don't think I've seen before, which is a really cool Spider-Man film. Yeah. Like, it's just in the style of it. I think the, the animators deserve so much credit for, for mm. the, the style that they gave to it in terms of using the, the kind of comic book origins with yeah, the, the I really like voiceovers that. and the sound effects and all of that. In terms of... Um, yeah, the, the the kind of art style that they use with the with the bende dots and um and then with each subsequent character coming in having a different animation style. Yeah. So the yeah uh, Penny Parker comes in and she's just an different. anime character. So yeah. she's just an anime character. And Spider Ham is like a you know uh, Warner Brothers character and uh, I mean the noir one was just black and white, but he was just black and white. And yeah. There was no uh, change with that. Um, so I think, yeah, that they deserve a huge amount of credit for, for defining 
the look of the film. Yeah. How it looked and, and how it felt. And I feel like the music was really good as well because, again, by having this character with a different origin, with an entirely different kind of... Living in an entirely different world, really... Um, having you know all this kind of hip hop on the on the soundtrack yeah. gives you a really different feel so it feel really weird like if that geeky. was showing up in a Peter Parker film yeah. but you you get that in this and so it just gives you that that real different feel like you say Spider-Man but but not as you know it yeah. um and so i think yeah just the i mean it's a bit of a loosey goosey point but i just feel like the whole film felt very cool Mm. very kind of stylistic very stylistic and very stylish yeah. um, and I really appreciated that well I have a very similar point oh, with the uh, animation so I agree with you I think yeah it was very stylistic and um, I I thought there were a lot of good things about the animation and, and you've touched on a lot of them but one of the things I really noticed is um was the the movement. I felt like this had really good movement yeah. in it. Different characters, like like little details, like the um, Doc Ox kind of tentacles. tentacle things. I loved the way those moved yeah. and the way she kind of like hovered on them. Yeah. Um, I thought that was great. Like, it just, I don't know. And then when they were like swinging through the trees, yeah. um, there was just something about it that I almost had to kind of, remind myself that it was animation yeah you know it's that kind of really good like almost human almost real yeah but also not like cooler yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and that's what i think animation can do really well um yeah and i think you touched on it as well of like the facial expressions yeah. and the detail i think yeah um yeah and the different styles the different but i re i also really liked gwen stace is it gwen stacy yeah. her her movement as yeah. like flippity floppity <laughs> that's technical i for think it, so. it? uh let me just check uh yes flippity, flippity floppity. floppity no but she, you know she's Gwen Stacy super, flops. super graceful and they do that yeah. really well and um yeah i thought they got yeah there was a lot that i liked about the animation mm. overall i think the point is just animation in general but yeah. i thought there were lots of little parts in it that were yeah. really good yeah, movement is such an important thing in the Spider-Man. Yeah. Any, you know, kind of yeah. uh, motion picture yeah. Spider-Man sense because the web swinging is such a thing that defines who he is. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's such a cool thing about yeah. him. There's just the best way of a superhero getting yeah. around. He's better than flying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not as if, you know. Doesn't make as much sense. Doesn't make as much sense, but. Where are all these webs hanging on exactly. to, huh? How are you able to swing on it for so long? This is true. This you is know? true. All good points. But it's the rule of cool. Yeah. I, I do think, yeah, you just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, it's you just fine. absolutely go with it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I thought the end, yeah. Hats off to all 142 of the animators yep. on this. Very they good. Earned their crust. Yeah. Uh, my next point is another point that I went over in the um, spoiler-free section. Um, Jake. No. Just Peter B. Parker. Oh, is that Jake? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's his character. His B, as in. I think it, I think it was just put in as in you know he's just B. a different. Yeah, like a, not the A. a slightly Parker, kind of. less good yeah. Peter Parker. 
Um, I feel like, yeah, what this film did, as much as it was a big departure and it was, you know, obviously focused on Miles Morales, who's an entirely separate character, and it didn't have... And it's weird to say, but it didn't have our Peter Parker in it, the one that we're the standard, used to. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. By having, I mean, two Peters, really. So the first Peter, yeah. the Miles is Peter and Peter B. Parker. Um, it. When you say Miles is Peter, you mean his, in his universe, yeah, the one that the dies. One. Yeah. yeah. Um, by having those different ones who aren't the same as our Peter. Again, it's a weird thing to say, but um, it it allows you, it gives you a different appreciation of of our Peter. Yeah. Because it's looking at him in a slightly different way. It's saying, right, well, what if this? What what is the end point of this character? Yeah. Um, is it you know that everything works out perfectly and he becomes this amazing, you know, Spider Man with a bat cave and a you know yeah. every, the the city loves him and all of that kind of stuff, or does it, it felt so kind of re- his little comic book origin. Oh, you know this story, blah blah blah, and it gets to the bit that you know, yeah, and then it goes on, carries on, yeah, and it felt so real in yeah. a weird way of like that he's just doing this day in and day out, and day in and day yeah. out, and it takes this big toll on his marriage, yeah. and his marriage fails because of it. It's the classic. Um, Spider-Man story of not being able to get that balance between Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Yeah. And then there's just this offhand comment, I buried Aunt May. Yeah. And that that was a real punch for me. I really, really? felt that because it was so kind of off the cuff and so kind of flippant. Yeah. But it's like, that's that doesn't happen in Spider-Man yeah. stories. It's happened like maybe once in the comics. But it was, it was a huge thing. Yeah. Um, and I love that, that all the way through, um, the, the film has such a good grasp on what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man. Uh, and it's, it's that simple thing of, um, you know, he always gets up. Mm. Such a simple thing. And I love that his character kind of hasn't got up. Yeah. And he's kind of given up on himself a little bit. But... As Spider-Man, he does always get up. It's Peter Parker who needs to learn to get up again. Yeah. Um, in that character, yeah. and I think that's it tells such a a human story, um, but still very very true to to what makes Spider-Man such such a, an indelible character. Mm. Um, the idea that yeah, as Spider-Man, he still loves it. He still goes out there. He still, even though he you know he's a little bit. Oh, and they always have a thing, and there's always yeah. a way of switching it off, and there's yeah. always a thing, as you would if you've yeah. been doing the same thing for yeah. you know twenty years. It's it's Peter has suffered, yeah, because of how dedicated he is to be in Spider Man, um, and to to have the whole thing of like he didn't want kids, and Mary Jane did want kids, but then his experience with Miles, yeah, it's like maybe sense. kids would be yeah. good. I just think it's yeah, it was such a strong B story, yeah. Um, and it really, yeah, it, it was very emotional yeah. for me. A very emotional story to tell. And I, th- I think they did it really well, partly because of Jake Johnson, partly because of the writing, mm. partly because of, you know, the style. And yeah. The fact that he's a little bit fat, and he's a little bit pudgy, and he's a little bit whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought it was done really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that that was, uh, yeah, a very compelling part of the story. Yeah. 
Um, and he, I mean, out of the other Spider-Men or Spider-People, he's really the only one that's fleshed out properly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, but, you know, you can't do all things, you know, no. to all people. And I think that they picked a good one to kind of flesh out. And a funny one as well, because mm. it's, it's, there's a lot of humour in that character. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, okay, well, you kind of touched on one of my points there as well, which was I really loved a couple of morals in the tale kind of really spoke to me. One is the, you know... Yeah, you've got to learn to get back up yeah. every time. Whatever happens. And that might be really hard, mm. you know, but you need to kind of, you need, you just have to. Yeah. And I think that's really nice in Miles's story at the end. Mm. Like his dad's call, like obviously, well, does he know it's him? No. No. Um, but he's like willing Spider-Man to get up. Yeah. And I think that also shows where the animation came in really well, where mm. you believe that he's struggling yeah. to get up. Yeah. And a lot of the uh, action scenes were actually, I think, very good because yeah. they did seem like there was impact. Yeah. You know, some you know somebody got hurt. Yeah. It, you know, whereas mm. I don't think all animation does that very well. Um. So I think anyway, yeah, the kind of you you have to keep getting back up. Yeah. Which I just think is a great moral for anyone. Yeah. Anyway, mm. and not all superhero films have good morals. Yeah. I might add, but. Uh-oh. The wag of the finger. No, I just mean sometimes it's like... So I feel... Well, anyway, so carrying on <laughs> with the morals point. And the other one that I really loved here uh, was the anyone can wear the mask thing. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. And there's this kind of little narration where he's like, I hope you can see that, you know, if I can wear the mask, anyone can wear the mask. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, there's a lot of kind of weight to that status statement given you know this is a black boy yeah you know kid who mm. maybe other black kids can look up to or yeah. all kids yeah be like oh i'm Hispanic different i'm not well, the normal yeah exactly i'm not the normal peter parker yeah i'm not you know i don't fit in with the thing yeah. so i think it speaks very much to like a diversity mm. um of heroes yeah but also, I think it just, you know, that mixed with the always get up thing mm. are both really, really good morals for kids. Yeah. And just people. Yeah. Of like, you you can be a hero. Mm. You know, like, or you can be a good person. Yeah. You can do whatever you want to do mm. type of thing. Because I feel like, you know, it's not easy. Yeah. You have to keep, keep getting up. Yeah. And I think those two morals combined... I thought was just great. Yeah. Like you don't get that a lot. Yeah. For like superheroes are often like you're special and so you win. Yeah. You were born this way or yeah. you had you special, special powers or, or yeah, you yeah. are better than others. Yeah. Whereas I loved that this was saying I could be anyone. Yeah. And I think that's a really great thing. And I know, you know, kids don't care. They just watch it and they're like, well, I could be Thor. Mm. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I just love the kind of underlying thing. Yeah. Moral of mm. it could be you. you. You know, you can you can be special. Every, everyone can be special. Yeah. But that paired with, but it's not easy. Yeah. You have to keep getting up. Yeah. You have to keep trying. Because really I think that's such a lovely mix, yeah. you know, because it's like, it tells you you have to work hard, but it tells you you're capable. Yeah. 
And I think that that's really, really nice. And you don't get that a lot. Yeah. And it works so well with the Spider-Man story with the, the kind of how random his kind of origin is. Yeah. And like, and other, you know, other uh, comics have touched upon this. That, you know, that spider could have bitten anyone. Yeah. And, you know, even in this film, in Gwen's universe, it didn't bite Peter Parker. Yeah. Gwen. Yeah. So um, alternate universes, it's yeah, all different. It, yeah. You know, and if that spider, and it says, yeah, if that spider bit you, you could be a hero. Yeah. But again, you, you would have to, to keep trying. You just need to stand You up. can't. Yeah. It just doesn't magically yeah. make you a hero. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was really nice. A really nice yeah. combination of, and whether or not children would take any notice, I don't know. But I really liked that. Yeah. I thought that was a really good heart to the story. Yeah. And it's not an easy, like, well, you know, some people are magic. Yeah. It was like, yeah. I and it's... That was very... Um, you know, appropriate, like I say, for having, uh, you know, a black boy, which you don't see mm-hmm. as a as a Spider-Man yeah. character ever. Um, I think it was very appropriate for the fact that, that he is this kind of different version. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like I say, I just think it's a good, a good um, moral for anyone. Yeah. To be... And it, yeah, it makes it, because um, the, you know, great power comes with great responsibility isn't an amazing, you know, kind of lesson, but it takes a little bit more thought to apply it to everybody. Yeah. Because that says... Yeah, the power thing. Yeah. A lot of people will be like, well, I don't what have is any your, power. Yeah. You've got to work. Well, what is your power? Well, yeah, I can have... Yeah, it's like you, your you know, strength. Yeah. Yeah. I, whatever. Whereas this is very, yeah, deliberately anyone. You yeah. just get up. Yeah. Just when you get knocked down, you get up. Yeah. And like everyone can apply that to their yeah. life in different ways. Yeah. Whether that's losing your job or whether that's getting punched by a, you know, genetically engineered goblin monster. Which happens to us all. Absolutely. We've all been there. <laughs> just get up. Nice. Yeah. And it, it and that... that across all of the like I said before across all of the characters and it's it's what I think uh, hurt the amazing Spider-Man films a little bit and to a lesser extent the the Sam Raimi uh, films but this film like Spider-Man Homecoming has such a strong grasp on what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man yeah um, and however you tweak that however you move yeah. that around different universes or whatever yeah each one of those characters is spider-man yeah um for for the the kind of unifying traits that they all have yeah yeah um great point but thanks you're welcome but uh i am going to say that it was funny cool okay well, my <laughs> point is <laughs> i mean it's it's always it's always a thing for a, a spider-man film although it's it's I, I like the the fact that Mars Morales isn't a particularly quippy Spider-Man. No. Because um, obviously that's one of the hallmarks of the Peter Parker Spider-Man, that he's this kind of nerd in real life, but when he puts on the mask, he's like, hey, I can do anything. I'm going to yeah. make all these jokes to, you know, pretend to myself that I'm confident. Yeah. Um, but yeah, here the, the humour came from different places. Obviously Spider-Man noir was very funny, getting yeah. Nicolas Cage to voice. It yeah. was masterstroke. That's amazing casting. Uh, Spider Ham, his 
like obviously he's there you know for for kind of comedic purposes um but also a lot of like little interplays between miles and peter mm. i thought were really really funny yeah when peter's you know eating his chips and he's explaining all these things in a very kind of lardy dark kind of way oh, i've been through it all before there's always a thing it's, it's yeah. a thing it's a goober and whatever um and you know miles trying out his powers not really getting them to work properly yeah he can't do it on command until he's you know yeah. later on or whatever um i just yeah i just thought it it kind of lent into the humor as a spider-man film should and it, it came off really well yeah several times i guffawed yes that you can attest to i'm sure yes indeed um yeah it's a funny funny film that's true that is true yeah yeah tell you what that's true thanks babe um okay i will go with um the uncle twist thing uncle twist uncle twist not oliver twist no uncle twist um yeah, I just didn't see that coming at all. No. Seems to be a theme in our recent film watching. <laughs> um, but I knew he was obviously something because yeah. he was away. Yeah. And then, like, he, yeah. So I was like, well, he's obviously involved in this somehow. Yeah. Um, but I did not see him being the bad guy. No. And then I did not see him getting shot by... Yeah. Uh, Joe Norman's Kingpin. Yeah. Yeah, which was hilarious, that <laughs> animation. Um yeah, I just didn't see that. And so it was really like, ooh, ooh, things have got <laughs> serious, you know. Um, yeah, so I thought that was really interesting because obviously it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, you you like the uncle. You get that he's a, like a little bit of a kind of offbeat character in terms yeah. of the dad is obviously very by the book and very yeah. kind of, so you get the sense that there might be some kind of, um, you know something murky yeah. that he's doing or he's involved in but you think well he seems like a good guy like yeah. he obviously cares about his nephew and yeah. um you know he's just a little bit more loose with the rules type yeah. of thing but then yeah you find out well, he's very loose with the rules he's a <laughs> he's a naughty boy um and uh yeah that took me by surprise and i nice. think all the better for it because yeah. it it was, and then you have the little bit where he realizes it's his his nephew. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, what do I do?" And then he gets shot, and I just, like I say, I just didn't see that coming. Yeah. Even though it's pretty obvious in hindsight, but um, yeah, I thought it was really good. Nice. And and kind of brought it to that seriousness. Yeah. Without it being, and I think partially because it wasn't the Uncle Ben thing mm. that I'm used to seeing. So yeah. I would expect that, like, okay, as soon as I see him, I'm like, okay, you're going to get shot in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't see that coming. I, you know, I knew there would be some kind of difficulty yeah. for the uncle to make the choice or the nephew to make a choice yeah. at some point. Yeah. But it came so quickly. Yeah. As soon as you discovered who he was, he was gone. Yeah. Um. Well, not as soon, you know, but... Yeah. Yeah, and they did the reveal really well because he's in his uncle's house and it's like, oh, he's being chased by the, yeah. whatever it is, the prowler, prowler into his uncle's house. Mm -hmm. Like, But it's like, no, his uncle was just going to his house. Yeah. That is his uncle. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so I thought that was really good. Yeah, and a great character. Yeah. Brought to life by really cool design. Yeah. Like terrifying design. Yeah. It's all kind of jagged yeah, edges. Yeah, it was very... Creepy, wasn't it? Like him running after. Yeah. Him. I, I felt like, like he, he was, it was like the animation team 
were, were really big fans of Batman. How did why? Just because of like he's got the cape, he's got uh, the glowing eyes, he's yeah. largely in shadow, he's got a motorbike at one point. Yeah. It felt very like when he's stalking, yeah. him, it felt very kind of Batmanish. Yeah. Um but yes, yeah, great design and it's our boy Mahershala yeah. Yeah, doing the great, voice. That kind of charisma oozing yeah. through. Yeah. Oozing through. Um yeah, it's a great it's a, a great twist. Yeah. And it kind of um it dovetails into into one of my points, which is just um, Miles' story. Yeah. Full stop. Um, it's a story that I'm not particularly familiar with um, because I haven't read the his comics. Um, I general... You're a traditional, traditionalist when it comes to Spider-Man, huh? Absolutely. When it comes to Spider-Man, if you ain't white, you ain't right. That's my that's my take on it. <sighs> um, no, I, ju- I just haven't um, read the, the kind of Ultimates ones um, that it was based on. Um, I kind of yeah knew the kind of broad beat. So yeah. the, the the kind of the reveal that he was his uncle, I kind of knew, knew that about already. That already. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was done really really well, and I just think Miles's story overall, yeah, f- possibly because it was so unfamiliar, yeah, felt very new, felt very interesting. Yeah. Um, and it had all of the the kind of the hallmarks of just loads of kind of tension and drama and difficulty. Of him, you know, it balancing again, absolutely. Yeah. Without any of the Spider Verse stuff, this could have easily been a whole film. Yeah, um, you know, playing more into the the dad thing. The dad's a cop, and he doesn't like Spider Man. So how do you yeah. do the thing? And the uncle seems cool, but then he's the bad guy. Yeah. So how do you do that? And you could have lent more into the idea of like, as with um, the hate you give, yeah, of like. Why is the uncle a bad guy? Does the uncle have to be a bad, you know, working into the kind of the race issues yeah. that are kind of inherent with this kind of yeah. thing? You had the the interesting thing with him going to the school that he doesn't want to go to because it's this kind of posh yeah. private school. It revealed that he was really clever yeah. in a really interesting way, I thought. With the test of thing. Like, you can't get all the questions wrong unless you know what the right answers are. Um, I thought that was really interesting. Uh, and his his kind of in, it kind of felt a bit kind of the hate you give ish yeah of at having the beginning the, yeah the, being stuck between two worlds of this is Not where really his brain in. has yeah. led him to and trying to be Connect. as pally with yeah. the new kids as he was with the old kids and it not really work and that's you know very relatable um, and yeah his kind of relationship with his dad was was really sweet. And led to one of the best moments in the film where he's webbed up and his dad's speaking to him through the door. Yeah. And he can't reply. Yeah. And it's a really sweet kind of heartbreaking moment. Yeah. That again is like, how do you set up that moment in a non, like, fantastical science fiction film of a situation where he can't speak but wants to speak. Yeah. But he he can't because his dad, yeah. So I yeah I just thought his story all the way through was really engaging, really relatable, um, really tragic and kind of heartbreaking at times. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah the the kind of the voice actors and the writers kind of all carried it through really 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 nicely. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I say, it was a story that I wasn't a hundred percent familiar with, uh, and I really enjoyed, you know, watching it. Yeah. Is that your final point? I think I've got one more. Okay. Yeah, I've got I one more. I have one more. 
Um, and it is a positive. Oh. And it is, uh, we've touched on it a lot, so I won't go into too much detail, but the voice actors, kind of just overall. Yeah. I think there were... It's a heck of a cast. Yeah, there were a lot of really good yeah. actors uh, in this, I thought, that all played their kind of part very well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we talked about Mahershala Ali was very good, but of he course. always is. Um, he doesn't know how how to be not good, Mahershala. Uh, Jake Johnson was very good as well. Um, but then the kind of, uh, and Miles Morales, I don't know the actor. Shamik Moore, no, me Yeah, he, he was really good, like obviously yeah. like a really important part of, yeah. like you say, that kind of emotional heart. Mm. And also just some of the silliness and some of the humour, like a lot of that came from him, you know, like yeah. with the the kind of kid, you know, with your dad and yeah, and talking to a girl and all these kind of things. The stuff with the, his dad getting him to say, I love yeah. you. I mean, it's in the trailer yeah. and it's the mark of a great scene when just, it's in the trailer. So I know what's happening. Yeah. But it, I was laughing out loud. It's, yeah. It's done so well. Yeah. Um, That's a copy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the dad. Um, yeah. Like they kind of were all really good, honestly. Yeah. Uh, a lot of humor in the, yeah. Like Nicholas Cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, character and um, Lily Tomlin as a kind of a badass May Parker, aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah. And she was good. Yeah, she was good. Yeah, um, yeah. So the, I think oh, all in all, like you say, there were, I think it was just some really good casting. Yeah. Um, and some really good acting. Yeah. I felt like, especially like you say, the heart heartfelt moments. Mm. As much I think they all did a very good job of two of the hardest things, which is emotion, like mm-hmm. genuine emotion feel and humor. Yeah. You know, getting that kind of comic beat, yeah. right. And getting that kind of emotional, mm. um, genuine kind of nature. Yeah. Right. As well. And mm. I feel like most of the characters were stretched in that way. Well, yeah. the key kind of characters yeah. were stretched that way to do both and I think they did them really well yeah I so. thought Liev Schreiber was also very good who was he? as uh, Kingpin oh yeah and Kingpin yeah. was a, a I mean he's not one of my points but he was a great villain yeah because he has a good story as good well. story he's, he's yeah. doing he's you know destroying the world for love yeah which is you know arguably the best motivation for any supervillain that yeah. should be every supervillain story I will do whatever I can yeah. For the people that I love. Yeah. It's the same as a good guy, but just taken to an extreme. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the voice acting cast was very good as well. So I agree with you. Thank you for Congrats. agreeing with me. Um, my final point is a moment. Of course. Because I like to have a little, little moment, don't I? Let's hear it. Uh, and it's something that no other Spider-Man film has ever done. Oh. Uh, oh. As has ever been able to do. And it's unlikely, I would say, that any other Spider-Man film will ever be able to. Because Spider-Man died. Oh, yeah. Guys, Spider-Man died. Yeah. And it was super perfect, blonde Spider-Man. Yeah, weirdly yeah. perfect, yeah. Voiced by... No idea. Chris Pine. Yes. Knew it. <laughs> <laughs> At first I was like... 
is this Jake Johnson I doing know, a I weird was, voice? Because I, I swear thing. he was playing this character yeah. according to the trailers. Yeah. Um, and I like kept on thinking, maybe he doesn't have that recognisable of a voice. And then I was, and then yeah, obviously the lady, yeah, he's got the like chain smoking kind yeah. of voice to him. Yeah, but anyway. And it was one of those weird situations where you notice something, but you just willfully ignore it. Like, I noticed that he was blonde. Yeah. And that's weird. And I've seen the trailer, so I, I know yeah. that he's not blonde. Yeah. But, in, but you're but like, you're no, so but stupid that is him. That you're just like, well, it's Spider-Man, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking move on with it, mate. <laughs> um, but yeah, he died. Yeah. So the moment of which moment when he it was, died? It or? was, it was, I mean, th- that there was a lot of power to that moment yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, of just, oh my God, this is Spider-Man and he's just, it looks like he's dead. Yeah. Um, but then afterwards, where the city comes out and everybody, yeah, you know, loves him, and then that moves into that moment that is is kind of not really. I mean, it kind of is part of it because I was emotional at this point anyway. And then fucking Stan Lee shows up. Oh, I knew up. you were gonna say that. Oh, I thought that was gonna be your moment. That was, and I was wet faced at that point. Uh, the first, the first of several. Um, it was just done so well and so nicely and it's such a weird thing to see and it and it's it's possible that it played into the you know the timing of it with stanley yeah. and stuff yeah that a funeral for spider-man is largely a funeral for him and this yeah. kind of outpouring of emotion um i just thought was it was i just struck me i found it very yeah uh, very powerful to to watch the room wearing the spider-man masks and you know mary jane making a speech and um yeah i just thought it was it was done really well and it was really yeah shocking it was really like well what do we do now yeah like oh shit he's dead yeah and then you think oh right because there must be a difference between spider-man fair enough but at the time oh i didn't even think of that i was like well i guess jake's done then (laughs) it doesn't sound like him and he's dead (laughs) So he's doing an impression of moving on. Chris Pine. He's doing an impression of Captain Kirk. And then he's just bloody popped his clothes. I thought, I don't know what the fuss is about. <laughs> well, that's an easy day's work for him, isn't it? <laughs> and you got about eight lines. Um, yeah, so I just thought that was a very powerful uh, yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. I was... Uh, squirting tears a few times. You were an emotional times. mess, weren't you? Kind of, yeah. All over the place. Laughing hysterically one moment. <laughs> crying hysterically. <laughs> As is the way of Dan watching a <laughs> Spider-Man film. Yeah, I, I do... So, yeah, so it was all positive for me. It was five out of five. It's a five-star film. Mm. And for you as well. It was, yeah. Which is which very surprising. Which is, is surprising because, you know, I'm very sophisticated very sophisticated <laughs> um no it's not normally my thing no. but i did sit here for some time as you can attest yeah uh trying to think of a bad point just trying to pick a fucking hole no because i was just like what didn't i like about it i must not have liked something yeah. i think there were you know little niggly yeah. things that i didn't like but overall like nothing that stood up yeah enough to be like this is a whole i would have changed that annoyance. like yeah entirely you know and i think because of the really solid solid writing animation and acting yeah you could kind of forgive anything else that you yeah you know little things that came up 
Um, so yeah, so I say five stars. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, f- I feel like it's a. I feel like yeah, the the animation carries such a weight with this film. The style of it, yeah, is so important that it's it is one of those films, and you know we're going through this at the moment with um that Roma film, Alfonso yeah. Cuarón's film, where people are like, oh my god, seriously though. You have to watch this in the cinema. You've got to watch it on the big screen. Otherwise, you just might as well kill yourself. Um, and we're like, oh, well, it's on Netflix and it's pretty rainy outside. So maybe <laughs> we'll just watch it on Netflix. But I feel like this is a film that really benefits from being on a big screen. Yeah. And with a group of people, it's yeah. always fun. Like when it's funny and mm. yeah, people it's, react. It's a real kind of experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. There we go. Five stars. I didn't expect that from you. I'm very glad. Ten stars. From so us. is that the? So this is the best Spider-Man film you've ever seen. I think so. Yeah, I hated all those Tobey Maguire ones, as you know. <laughs> they old rubbish. And um, the the, what's his name? Andrew Garfield. Yeah, they were fine. Yeah. And the Tom Holland one was good. Yeah. Not but great. these, I this one I feel like was great. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, it'd probably be up there in terms of superior films full stop. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Yeah. Because I just think it was, it just had its tone. Yeah. It knew, and I love that. Yeah. It's like, you feel like I'm in safe hands. Yeah. They know what they're trying to say. They know how they're going to say it. Mm-hmm. It's all connected. This is like, yeah, you know, unlike... What's it? Bohemian Rhapsody or something, mm. where it's all over the shop. Yeah. You want to like it, but you're like, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> so, like, you know, want to yeah. give me any clues here? Yeah. What I should be feeling or yeah. who? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where you really feel like it's disjointed. This yeah. felt like really tight. Mm. And I love it. And a superhero film, sub two hours. Hour love 56. that. Love it. So rare. Yes. Thank so rare. the Lord. <laughs> Just and the know. Lord that you should thank is Phil Lord and Chris Miller, the producers of yes. this film. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Cheers. <laughs> He's a maniac. Um, so that was our uh, spoiler-filled review of Spider-Man: Colon Into the Spider-Verse. Tiffany B. Throughout all this madness and mayhem. Yeah. What did we learn? Gosh. We learnt the most valuable lesson of all, Daniel. What is that? We learnt that whenever you're knocked down, yeah, you just have to get back up. Just get back up. Just keep getting back up, baby. And we can all be Spider-Man. And we can all be heroes in our own lives. We can be heroes. Just for one day. Yeah, that. David Bowie. Oh, I know. Cheers! <laughs> <laughs>